T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Good afternoon, everyone. Uh, thank you very much for joining us here today. Uh, first and foremost, I want to introduce our partners that make this happen. Uh, it doesn't happen by, uh, by chance. There's a lot of work that goes into it. Boots on the ground. Uh, detectives, it obviously can't be up here uh, to be seen. However, uh, uh, to my right, I have our first uh, Deputy District Attorney of Erie County, Mike Keene, Commissioner Joseph Germalia from the Buffalo Police Department, Clint Winters, the supervising special agent of uh, FBI Safe Streets. Uh, Ryan Haggerty, who's the uh, assistant district attorney and chief of the narcotics and intelligence unit for the Erie County District Attorney's Office. And um, our chief of uh, narcotics and intelligence, uh, DJ Granville from the Erie County Sheriff's Office. These cases do not happen. Would without all of us working together. And there's so much work that goes into it. And it's about people, our most valuable asset, our staff. And as you see on the table here, we have kilos of cocaine, there's cash. We recovered uh, illegal uh, handguns. And uh, in one of the cases, uh, we're gonna put a, uh, a bolo out for a uh, individual that we consider to be armed and dangerous. And that we hope he gets a message and through his attorney, he turns, turns himself in, but want to get his photo out um, to you, our, our partners, and, um, and making the, the community safe. Last year, uh, we had a record high overdose uh, tally. Men and women throughout Erie County, doesn't matter the socioeconomic uh, status, where they live in the county, record highs. So far this year, we've had 371 confirmed or suspected uh, overdose deaths. That's 20% higher than last year. And today's December 1st, I believe. So we're on a, a record pace, uh, and, and this is what it's all about. It's about us going after the pe people peddling this poison out on our streets. And it's a public health issue and it's an issue that we are gonna aggressively go after. Um, 
I'm going to introduce uh, Michael Keene, our first deputy district attorney for Erie County, to uh, go over some of the charges, and then we'll go over the, the cases individually. Michael. Thank you, Sheriff. Sheriff Commissioner Grimalia, um, Special Investigator Winters, um, Chief Granville, and Ryan Haggerty from my office. This is a, another example of great collaboration between all of our law enforcement partners in Erie County. Uh, we have a great working relationship. The first case involving Bernard Brown, who was arrested yesterday, uh, late afternoon, early evening, um, involves uh, charges of three counts of criminal possession of a controlled substance in the first degree, um, three different uh, uh, three different areas where we recovered um, cocaine um, in A1 felony weight amount. and. Uh, in addition to that, we, he's been charged with three separate counts of criminal possession of controlled substance in the um, in the second degree, which are uh, with intent to sell, and then some uh, A misdemeanors for the paraphernalia that was recovered, which shows his intent to sell. Um, Mr. Brown has uh, been arraigned this morning. He's remanded. We will be returning to court in mid-December for potentially running a felony hearing. Uh, but the the investigation continues with respect to him. But at least for now, he's off the street and. Uh, you know, that as Sheriff Garcia mentioned, the poison that, that he was peddling is, has been removed from the street and um, our community is safer as a result. This, uh, this work is, uh, I think it's important to also mention the detectives that, that do the hard work, Detective Imiola, Detective Milbrandt, and Detective uh, Hediger, all of whom I think are here in the background, but who do the hard work that's, uh, that's necessary and uh, helps us bring these, uh, um, get these criminals off the street and get the drugs and uh, weapons off the street. The, uh, the second case involves a man by the name of um, Naeem Tab. Uh, he is currently, there is, a, there is a bolo out for him and there is a warrant for his arrest. There was a, uh, uh, there was a, uh, a, a Ruger 7, hang on, I gotta get my old man glasses on here. There's, there's a Ruger uh, 5.7 millimeter pistol with armor piercing ammunition recovered uh, from what we believe to be his home and along with uh, a significant amount of meth amphetamine and, and crack cocaine, as well as the fentanyl mentioned by, uh, by Sheriff Garcia. That fentanyl is A1 felony weight, the, uh, um, and that is the stuff that, that Sheriff Menton is killing people uh, on the streets of this country, and, and uh, um, we are lucky to have uh, been able to recover that and remove that poison from the street. Um, Mr. Tab is out on, uh, he's got two other cases pending, uh, with our office, cases on which he's been indicted. One is a gun case uh, for which he's charged with a C felony, a violent felony, uh, criminal possession of a weapon in the second degree, and another case involving um, the uh, possession of a controlled substance. Again, fentanyl in that case. Um, hopefully we can, uh, we, we've been in touch with his attorney, and hopefully we can get him to turn himself in without anybody getting hurt. But uh, we're in the process of, uh, of working through that now. Um, but we hope to have him in custody soon and take him off the streets as well. So that's all I have. I turn, it, turn this over to uh, Chief Gramalia, or Commissioner Gramalia. Sorry Thank to you, me demote you. Thank you. No, that's okay. Um, you know, you look at what's in front of us on the table here, and this comes together by a little bit of luck and a lot of skill. There's a significant amount of skill between the Sheriff's Department detectives the uh, agents from the FBI and the detectives from the Buffalo Police Department. They're skilled because they're very dedicated and they really put their heart and souls into the work that's being done. What you see in front of you is going to save lives. It wasn't but, uh, but a, about a week and a half, two weeks ago that we put out a, a bulletin, an awareness because of overdose deaths that were going on. And all those overdose deaths were tied into 
uh, crack cocaine, cocaine use. It wasn't heroin for that stretch of uh, the amount of deaths that we had. And clearly, it's because of what's being cut into that cocaine. Uh, the amount of kilos that you're seeing in front of you is going to save a lot of lives. And that's also going to reduce our violence because the drug trade is going to be slowed for a little bit. So uh, I want to thank all of the investigators, the detectives from these agencies that did this work. They don't get to stand up here and uh, be recognized for the work they do, mainly because of the assignments that they have. Uh, we get to stand here and personally thank them. So I thank them for uh, what this is going to do for the city of Buffalo and obviously the greater region as well. So excellent work by all involved. I'll introduce uh, Chief, uh, Chief Granville from the Sheriff's Department on narcotics. I'll just echo the statements uh, uh, that everybody before me uh, touched on. It's uh, teamwork. It's a collaboration. I mean, we're talking about hundreds of thousands of dollars uh, worth of cocaine, fentanyl, uh, methamphetamine uh, here in front of you. Uh, this, this stuff doesn't happen overnight. Um, these are long, this was a long-term investigation, approximately eight months uh, it took to kind of nail this thing down. And again, it was, uh, it was teamwork, um, a lot, a lot of surveillance, a lot of a time away from our families. Uh, a lot of these investigators are uh, very dedicated, uh, touching on surveillance. Uh, I mean, all kinds were used, uh, electronic surveillance, uh, physical ground surveillance, air surveillance, uh, uh, including our helicopter. Um, helped out with this investigation, and uh, uh, we're just happy to take these individu individuals off the street. Uh, Mr. Tab um, fled a traffic stop uh, on Monday uh, at a high rate of speed, uh, recklessly. Um, that vehicle has since been recovered, um, so we're not sure uh, of his whereabouts. Um, just touching on that, he's to be considered armed and dangerous. He is indicted on a gun charge. He also, uh, we believe, uh, this this weapon here in front of you, which is a Ruger 5.7. It's a it's an awful gun. It's armor piercing. It's very dangerous to us. Um, he he also uh, we found located at that at his residence. So uh, use caution if you see him and uh, please let us know. You want to mention who uh, which one of them is uh, employed by the city? Oh uh, yeah, uh, Mr. Uh, Brown Bernard Brown. Um, is employed by the, the city of Buffalo uh, DPW department. Um, at no time do, do we believe that uh, any of his wrongdoing was committed while he was working for the city. And in no way, shape or form should this reflect uh, all the good workers, uh, men and women uh, with the city of Buffalo. Uh, there's just one bad apple that we took off the street and uh, he was flying under the radar, but uh, not anymore. Our investigation didn't reveal that. Yeah, oh, go ahead, David. So this guy you're looking for, I kind of got the impression from one of you that he's previously been charged with some other crimes, and so why why is he out? What, what's <clears throat> yeah, he is. He he's facing two indictments, um, which I mentioned earlier. One is a for criminal possession of a controlled substance, fentanyl. And the other one is a criminal possession of control, or I'm sorry, criminal possession of a weapon, um, and, he, and he's out. Uh, we, we are looking into exactly why, uh, but we were almost certainly he really he was he posted bail. Right, so, so he was previously arrested. Yeah, he was arrested. He was in, he's been indicted. He has two pending felony indictments well, for those. Yeah, yeah, yes. When he's when he's indicted, he would have been brought into court and arraigned and appeared before a judge, and then that judge has the opportunity to either remand him or set bail. Why well, you know how that works? Do you know what bail is set or? <laughs> 
Um, so when he was arraigned on the indictments, uh, we asked for remand, which we would do in any case like this. Uh, the judge set bail in the amount of $75,000 and he posted. Yes. Well, three quarters. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they're not they're not short on cash normally. Yeah. If I could just uh, touch on that sure. real quick, uh, Michael, and and we go back to, you know, the the bail reform. There there needed to be bail reform somewhat, right? Uh, you can't have somebody with a crack pipe sitting in Rikers Jail for six months awaiting trial because they're indigent. Completely understand that, but here we are with what we consider, well, the Erie County Sheriff's Office considers violent individuals that are selling fentanyl. They're protecting their business with illegal firearms. They're able to pay a bail of $75,000 somehow or other. We have to reform bail reform. Uh, the judges are unable. They're, they're handcuffed. They have to follow the rules. As uh, the uh, first deputy uh, district attorney said, you know, they, they asked for, for him to be remanded, but with, you could ask. But however, here's an individual that's being rearrested. Our resources are going back to arresting and investigating the same individual that we had already arrested for violent uh, crimes, possession, fentanyl, a handgun, and so forth. So uh, we, we need bail reform to just be more common sense, to not hurt those that are indigent, however, to keep violent people behind bars. And you do consider him armed and dangerous, is that what I heard you say? I'm sorry, David? You do consider him armed and dangerous? Yes, as, as we mentioned, you know, he was uh, in possession. He, he took off uh, when um, our detectives attempted to stop him. He was driving recklessly from the area on the east side onto uh, the 33, so at that point we called it off. There's no need for innocent bystanders, our public, to uh, uh, get hurt. Uh, we'll find him. But he was in possession of a uh, firearm and of very dangerous drugs. With that being said, you know, we want to get this photo out so our public could, could help us. And we want him to turn himself in with his attorney. Um, you know, um, Eventually, we'll, we'll find him, but yes, we consider him to be armed and dangerous. These cases aren't connected, are they? They're they they not. They're two separate investigations. Yes, two separate investigations. We just want, wanted to make the public aware of the second investigation because there's somebody outstanding, Maki. Um, we just want to make sure that maybe our public could help out if they see him or, you know, his family members could reach out and say, hey, you need to turn yourself in before anyone gets hurt. Um, but it's, um, it's something that we're, we're hoping that he just voluntarily comes in. The first investigation, obviously, um, as uh, Chief Granville said, and with the great teamwork that we have with Commissioner Grimalia and his narcotics and intel people, and Clint Win uh, Winters with the um, FBI Safe Streets Task Force that I worked with years and years ago, it's, it's a great team. And, and with the technology we have now, you know, it's, it's incredible. And I know I always talk about the helicopter, but hey, listen, if you're trying to follow somebody that's already paranoid because they're a business person and they know that the police or somebody else is out there to rob them, you know, and 
So a helicopter comes in very handy when they're up in the sky. It's not like Goodfellas where they're just right above them, okay? <laughs> they're way up there, and, uh, and uh, you know, they really help us. Can you, can, I'm sorry, can we talk more about this investigation? Yeah, what are it, these the fruits of? The ground or the It's both, right? Okay. Like, yeah. I can kind of just point this stuff out to you guys. This here is, is all related to the Brown investigation. Um, this here and this cash here is related to the Brown investigation, um, along with this and the scale. And as you see, the, the stamp on it, it says Reina Queen, and um, which tells us your origin is Mexico. And um, so these are all the ill-gotten gains of the Brown this, this, this here, this gun here is uh, tied to Mr. Tapp. Oh, okay. So when you said it should be considered armed and dangerous, I forget if it was David or Mocky who said it. Obviously, he had this in his possession. So with that being said, yes, armed and dangerous. And what, is that at the traffic stop or is no. that one of the places that was that's, searched? That's, that's at the Sage Street address, which is okay. on the side of the street. Okay. Um, we, Mr. Brown, can you tell us... Um, you were talking about the poison, and we know what's going on with the cocaine. Has that already been cut with fentanyl? No, we don't believe that to have been cut yet. As you can see, um, it's, it's it looks like it's wholesale. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't I don't think it's been touched yet. But okay. again, the the lab will, will, will tell us what tell us that. Okay. Um, about twenty grand per kilo, as far as the the product, the kilo itself. A whole, wholesale, we're talking roughly about two hundred grand worth of cocaine. So right what here. they do is they take this. They take fentanyl, which is very inexpensive, but it gives you a very powerful uh, high. You know, it's um, you know obviously more than morphine, not as, as much as carb, carbonyl. But uh, you take this, you stretch it out, you stretch a product out. They don't care that they're making a profit by putting in poison on already a dangerous drug, which is cocaine. In years uh, past, this would be cut with vitablin or some other cutting agent. As with heroin, it used to be cut with a laxative. You know, uh, this is now being cut with dangerous drugs. Is that all cocaine in the big bag? This is all cocaine, right? Uh, okay, and you said this is all believed to be cocaine. We're yeah. still awaiting laboratories. Still waiting for the little blue thing. All right. So you said two hundred grand uh, wholesale. What's the street value of something like that? Uh, it's 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 no, way north of that. No, I mean uh, I mean we're talking about a half a million dollars. To me, um, having been in this, this business for a long time, this is a significant arrest. Um, I, I believe him to be a, a, a top-tier drug dealer uh, in and around Erie County. This is roughly uh, eight kilos of cocaine. Um, this, can, this is uh, additional cocaine that was recovered 
at a, a, a second residence tied to Mr. Brown, and that's close to another kilo of cocaine. These are these are uh, ladder investigations, as I, as I like to call them. You start at the very bottom and you just work your way up through sources, through surveillance, through anonymous tips. Um, you name it, we're out there doing it. We share information on a daily basis between everybody up here, um, um, and it's just it, it's one thing leads to another. And yesterday, quite quite frankly, was a perfect storm. It doesn't happen like this very often, and we were lucky enough to have all the equipment. Uh, and the resources that the sheriff and, and others gave us, and it just worked out. It was, it was uh, nobody got hurt. Mr. Brown didn't get hurt. Um, we executed uh, multiple search warrants. Nobody at those residence, residences got hurt. There was no dog shot. This was a, a seamless investigation. It took, uh, it took a lot, uh, a lot of personnel to make this work and make it happen, and everybody was on the same page, and it, it, it came out nicely in our opinion. The arrest was made on Bailey Avenue. Okay. Like a traffic stop or outside? Uh, more or less a takedown. Uh, and he didn't resist arrest or anything? It he, uh, he attempted, no, he attempted to, uh, to take off in a vehicle and, and uh, you know, through our training and experience, uh, we were able to uh, box him in without any damage to any property, anybody getting hurt, et cetera. This is Brown we're talking about. That's correct. So he, Brown. Yeah. Uh, can you clarify? Like when you got when you got to him, did he immediately surrender? Seconds. This this is an ongoing investigation, um, along with the Buffalo Police Department, the DA's office, and our partners at the FBI. This thing is ongoing, and we do expect more arrests. Uh, former, you know, city employee. When was he last employed? Yeah, right, like, I I can't comment on the on the status of his employment. I can comment on his employment. Is he is a city employee? He's uh yeah he works for the Streets Department and Public Works. Uh, he is currently. Suspended with pay or in the process of being suspended with pay. Obviously, that uh, takes some procedures to do that. Um, ultimately, uh, formal charges will be served on them, and I'm speaking on behalf of the city at this point that uh, eventually that will lead to a suspension without pay. And Commissioner, since your, since your department put out that advisory last week about the uh, forward overdoses that have caused the city, are you still seeing an, an increase in overdoses in the last couple weeks? <laughs> For the year, we're obviously, you know, we're, we're obviously, we're up. Um, we had four in a 24-hour period. We had six in a six-day period. That has since slowed down a bit. Uh, that what really caused us to put that advisory out is the four in a 24-hour period. So clearly there was a bad package going around. There was something significant going around. Uh, we wanted to get that out. But, uh, you know, they, they ebb and they flow. You're going to get more, and then you're going to get a, a kind of a break where you don't have as many, and something like this is really going to help with that as well. I'd just like to say, you know, if we were talking about homicides and we had 371 so far, 20% more than last year, you know, I don't think we give enough attention to the amount of overdoses that occur in this county and, and why are they occurring? Because 
you know, these drug dealers obviously don't care other than to make a profit, and they're putting fentanyl in, into already drugs that are dangerous. Now, we, we had overdoses over the years, years past, uh, because of heroin, and I remember there were years where uh, people are using horse tranquilizer and everything else, but this is really an epidemic. We're talking about 371 Erie County residents that are dead so far this year with a, with, with a month to go. And, you know, we talk about shootings and we talk about homicides and we talk about a lot of other stuff. This is a serious issue that we have in front of us. And that's why we work together. And it doesn't matter at the end who gets the accolades, but the men and women, the boots on the ground people that are doing the work and doing the surveillance. And, you know, sometimes you do all this work and you come up empty. So um, I just want to say congratulations again to the Buffalo Police Department, FBI Safe Streets. Our, we can't do this without uh, our, the work of the uh, district attorney's office, getting the warrants and everything else. So it's a team effort and um, there's no boundaries in Erie County when it comes to drug dealers. Thank you, and we'll, we'll take any questions or... Uh... Brown was remanded, right? Yes. Yeah, he was remanded this morning. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And, but oh, if I can just echo the sheriff's last, you know, remarks there. I, with respect to uh, Mr. Tab, who is who is running around right now, um, after have, we recovered that gun and a bunch of fentanyl at his, uh, at his home address on Sage, um, you know, when he was indicted on the fentanyl, which is killing people on the streets of this county and across the country, we had the opportunity to get him locked up and remanded, and, and the judge didn't do it. Um, and then we are, are indicted him again on a gun case, okay, which is obviously a dangerous instrument, and, and guns are killing people on the streets of this city and across the state. And again, we asked for him to be remanded. The judge said bail is $75,000. So that's why he's out. Okay, I understand, you know, bail is to make sure that people return to court, but obviously this man doesn't care about coming to court. He fled from the police on Monday. He's selling fentanyl again. He's got it at his house on Sage. He's got a, he's got a very dangerous weapon with armor-piercing ammunition in it uh, at his house on Sage. He could care less. So when we ask for remand, that's all we can do is ask. At the end of the day, it's up to the judge, and this man should be off the street. But unfortunately, he's not. Hopefully, we can get him back into custody um, in the next couple of days uh, without anybody getting hurt. No, he was just arrested yesterday. Just arraigned this morning, so he's not been indicted. Naim? Sure. They, have, they definitely have better statutes in the federal uh, system, and we've partnered with them. to. They've, they've had great success in, uh, in charging and prosecuting successfully uh, individuals selling fentanyl and other, um, other drugs like that, that that we know kill people. Um, we've had a little bit of success in the state court, but quite frankly, the feds do a, um, they have, they have a better statute. And uh, when we get the opportunity and we can get them involved, um, they were better served by having them take those cases. But when we get the, it really comes down, Maki, to um, the knowledge. We have to establish the knowledge on the part of the dealer um, that what they're selling is likely or going to, you know, 
likely kill somebody. Um, everyone knows that. Yeah, well, right, right. But these are, you know, we're, we're trending in the right direction in, in New York and in, in getting um, statutes passed that support the exact point that you're making. Um, but we're not totally there yet. And, and in the meantime, we're, you know, we continue to work closely with our federal partners. And, and sometimes, you know, Maki, when we let people know that a certain uh, house or dealer is selling hot heroin, or they, they actually flock to the address. You would think it would have a different effect, but they flock to the address to get that, that bigger high. But, you know, it's frustrating. I'm, I'm just a sheriff. I'm not an attorney and whatever, but if I go somewhere and I order a Guinness and they give me poison, I would think that would be murder. But, you know, obviously it's hard to prove that the person, it, you know, is, has a knowledge and so forth. It's very frustrating. But 371 people so far, we got a major issue. Yeah. And the, the, the hardest thing to prove, I think, you know, in the first instance is where they got the fentanyl from. You know, you got to prove that they got it from a specific person. Um, it's not like the bartender, you know, that gave you the Guinness, but, um, but it, but it is, you know, that that's the first problem. And then we got to prove the intent. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.